0: Shinsuke, a lot of people are calling your attack on AJ Styles reprehensible, a heinous act, and at the very least, poor sportsmanship. After so many years of anticipation, why would you tarnish your dream match?
1: I don't know what came over me. Maybe I got too emotional. I'm very, very sorry for what I did to AJ Styles. Shinsuke, clearly you're being very disingenuous. Please, can you give me an answer why you attacked AJ Styles? Sorry, no speak English. What's up, y'all? What's going on? It's Justin here. Uh, and I am with Meals. And Yo. we are we are uh joining you guys, or you're joining us on the latest episode of the A Show, A Show 25. A show how 25, fitty. baby. This is good. How fitting. I'm just gonna celebrate every uh every fifth episode.
0: Listen, every week is a celebration that we made it to the next week. I don't I have no problem with this. I have none <laughs> each week. we <laughs> We're in whatever situation we are, but we end up making it. So
1: here we are. Uh, absolutely, and, and it has been a it's been quite a week. Uh, that, and I want to thank everybody for last week for checking out all of our content, all of our shows on our uh, the RNC Radio Network and the A shows. We had two shows for you last week. That was the Roman and Brock retrospective last Monday, and we had the WrestleMania recap. Uh, both episodes did really well. Thanks to everybody who supported and and checked it out. Uh, and this week we are going to be going through. Roughly a lot of stuff from WrestleMania weekend, but also we'll be talking about and giving our predictions from the Superstar Shake Up. This is a superstar shakeup edition of the A show. I like it.
0: You know what? I like Superstar Shake Up. It makes everything seem fresh, even though yeah. sometimes it's pretty much not. But it's kind of like similar. I don't know. It's a it's a it's a good it's to me it's the the most interesting two weeks in all of wrestling between WrestleMania and then the superstar shakeup, I guess it would be three weeks now. Huh? Interesting.
1: Yeah. And, and you know what? I, and I, I completely forgot this. I blanked on this. We're going to have to do like a, a cold call to a special guest today.
0: Oh, okay. Maybe you'll pick up. Maybe you won't. Maybe I think he'll,
1: he'll pick up. Uh, and, and I, I guess we'll, we, we can do it uh, after we kind of give our rough thoughts on, on the whole weekend. But, uh, of course, this weekend, this past week, was WrestleMania weekend and WrestleMania week. It was a huge, huge weekend full of shows. I, I count over 20, 25 shows independently, not even including WrestleMania and the, the WWE's offerings. Uh, so many shows. Did you get a chance to watch anything but the WWE stuff?
0: No. But <laughs> um it's easier just off rip, you know. No, you know what? I was watching I was watching um the ROH show on Facebook Live. I was watching that before um Facebook Facebook Live. It wasn't on Facebook Live, it was on Facebook Live.
1: The ROH show, you must be watching some illegal stream.
0: Nah man, it was definitely on Facebook Live. I remember watching it on Facebook Live and I was like, Oh, that's interesting. Why would it be on Facebook Live? It was perfect, it was crisp, everything. is. You know what? You know who I got the link from. Um, cool. The person who gifts it, that Total Divas gifts. Oh, Total Divas gifts. Yeah. Yeah. So they were they were gifting the entire show, and they linked to it, and it was on Facebook Live, and it had that semifinals match between Emma and one of the other girls that she lost against, and that was really the only match that I saw. Um, didn't get to revisit it. It's it's kind of a very exhausting weekend for all wrestling things. Um, had to be at least thirty six hours of wrestling that people were watching
1: the entire over week. over that. I mean, just think about it. it. Started on Thursday, you know, and all the way over up, up until the weekend, uh, you had Wally Mania kicking everything. It was off to the races. You had uh, the ROH show, of course, but you also had stuff like uh, Bloodsport or Matt Riddle's Bloodsport. You had uh, Joy Janela's uh, Spring Break. You had all all types of stuff that was going on, and I'm I'm still literally catching up. I did catch the ROH show in its entirety. Um, I did watch a little bit of Bloodsport. I did. Uh, I'm I'm trying to pick up on certain matches. Like I have to watch the uh, the Walter and Zack Saber Jr. match from I believe Evolve, but yeah. Uh, yeah. And I heard that was one of the matches of the weekend. And um, a lot of, a lot of things impressed people, but I think really the stars of the weekend have to be like Walter and Keith Lee and Zack Saber Jr. And Matt Riddle, like those are the guys that I've I've heard nothing but good things about all weekend.
0: Listen, I'm gonna send me the links. I'll check it out as well.
1: I got some time on my hands. Uh. Oh, you, you got hella time on your hands. <laughs> Lots of time on your hands this week. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I, I think as a whole, it's, I, I think even we even without putting the WWE into focus. I think just a great thing for independent uh, promotions and it kind of sucks because you know, they're going to be in New York and New Jersey next year and it's going to be kind of hard for all of these promotions to kind of land in the same place. So mm-hmm. if you're not, if you're not a ROH and if you're not a WWE, it's going to be very hard for you to kind of get a show because it's very expensive to run in, in, in the tri-state.
0: Yeah, it's uh, I mean, and there are not that many options, I'll just tell you. And there's not that many options, but you're very in, in sort of close range of each other. Believe it or not, New York is not as close as uh, everyone kind of thinks it is. It's kind of like this small little bubble, but it, it really takes from going to Brooklyn to Queens can take you an hour from going to Queens to the bronx can take you an hour in brooklyn it's 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 not as tight as everyone thinks so to have a concentrated show and you know what wrestlemania another thing that irks me saying it's in new york city promoting it's in new york city it's 100% in new jersey which is different from new york city and i'll and I'll let you know why because <laughs> It is a complete beast coming from New Jersey to New York City back again with everyone and their mama and their son and their cousin and their dog and everybody coming back. It's going to be insane. Don't try to get an Uber next next year. Don't, uh, don't... Taking public transportation—that's gonna be a mm, bus. That's gonna be hell. That's gonna be really hell. It's gonna be terrible. I'm not looking forward to it. My brain is anxietying right now thinking about it. Uh,
1: so yeah, I I'm very interested in seeing what's going to happen next year in the Tri-State area with independence. Because I mean, like you said, there's very little options. There is, of course, the I, I don't think you'll be able to. A lot of people run the Manhattan Center independently. <sighs> Not, shoot. Not really. I know ROH can probably get that. ROH um,
0: can get that if WWE doesn't decide. It. Well, you know, they're not going no, to do not. they're not. going
1: to do Barclays because uh, yeah, uh, NXT is going to be in Barclays. And I assume they're probably going to move SummerSlam
0: next year. I think SummerSlam might come back over here for two years or something that, like that. That would be nice. I mean, you know, I just, listen, the inflated price of SummerSlam is no joke. I don't like it. I don't like it at all.
1: Yeah, because it's 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 kind of weird because Survivor Series is here this mm-hmm. year, and um, of course with the with the move to New York, that means they can't do they can't do SummerSlam in New York. Well, they because New could. York they're getting New York. They're to they New York in August, and then next year in, in April. That's that's hilarious. If they
0: could one hundred percent do New York again. I wouldn't, you know, personally me. Just it's too, you know
1: it's, it's overkill.
0: Yeah, it's overkill. It's way too much. Like WrestleMania is going to be expensive. I guarantee you, like it's yeah. going to be expensive. Um, to 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 not only just the tickets, but to travel, to to sort of eat, to sort of do everything here in the city. It's going to cost money. So you know, j- just bring a lot of money if you're deciding to go to WrestleMania in New York City next
1: year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm trying to reach out to Cliff. Boy, oh boy. He is on the flight back from New Orleans right now. Uh, Our our esteemed colleague and RNC brother, Cliff Skywalker, was live and in living color in New Orleans uh, the whole week. He he attended every single show. He had a a great package and he had a great. I don't know how
0: he's not dead. I don't know. I
1: I don't either. He did the whole 15 hours of, or even more than that, he did like 20 hours of WWE. He did.
0: Everything. And I was just like, bro, how are you? How are you still a, a person who is functioning and waking up and breathing and walking every day? Like, it's insane. Like just watching it just after watching WrestleMania, my brain was just like, oh, my God, I'm fried. Um, but just to go to every show, the effort to put in every show, the travel there, you got to be there early to get in. You got to you know, be there late to get out and all this other stuff. Man, it's crazy. I you know, I'm not complaining. It's great. It's a great entertainment show. Don't get me wrong, but it's just it's effort that goes into this thing,
1: man. Yeah, and I heard the the Ubers were fucking nuts. Uh, even know more than more than that, it's it, I think that uh, Cliff is definitely a, a legend for all the beignets he probably ate all week. He's on the flight. I I, I would have loved to get him on the show. We'll probably get him on next week or something like that, for just for him to talk about kind of experience in in, in New Orleans for his first time being at the uh, being at WrestleMania weekend. Listen,
0: it's gonna be great. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Let's let's get Cliff on the phone next week and let's make it happen.
1: Yeah, for sure. So Cliff, you'll be on the show, a show. We'll we we'll, we'll, we bring you right back. Uh, let, let's get into the first WWE show. Of the well, actually, do you want to talk about the Hall of Fame? I I didn't no, watch it. No, at all. No,
0: I'm good. <laughs> no, I'll be honest with you. No, just no. I mean, it was a, including WrestleMania. Two of the longest, (laughs) competing for the longest show of all time. Um, It didn't end until like 1230 at night. It started at, what, 7 p.m. on on my time and didn't end until 1230. People left (laughs) during the middle of the show because it was just going so long and they had work in the morning. I'm talking about the wrestlers themselves. It's just a long show. Congratulations to everyone inducted into the Hall of Fame um, who had good speeches jeff jared had a nice speech um goldberg said he was going to keep it short and went like 35 minutes <laughs> um let's see the dudley boys was kind of cool they they're now they're adding a little bit of gimmicks to every sort of you know speech which like dudley boys had they put some pa through a table and um who else was inducted Jer- jarius jarius is cool um you
1: know, jarius had a jarius had a dope speech um yeah, I'm, I'm working i'm working my way through mark henry's speech right now mark henry did uh, a
0: good speech i think everyone really appreciated
1: speech. it yeah yeah I, I mean honestly he could have been a headliner but i mean you know this it's not it's not our world and i think that goldberg was a was a pretty fitting was uh, pretty fitting main event to this uh for someone who who and i thought it was big that the one thing i did see from him is that he said he appreciates and loves the business now and i was like oh now <laughs> like <laughs> you've been there for twenty years, but but again, they've always said like I and I and I was listening to the Bruce Pritchard uh, podcast uh, the other day, and he was like, you know, he never felt Goldberg had a love for the business, and he recorded this, of course, before the Hall of Fame. But yeah. you know, I I know a lot of people felt the same, and that's why no one really respected him.
0: I'm still listening to that one right now. I was listening to this afternoon. It's pretty damn good.
1: Yeah, it's really good. I, I think the uh, definitely a, a, after you listen to this, go listen to that. For sure. But uh, let, let's talk about NXT TakeOver, a show that um I, I won't say was eclipsed by the Cody and Kenny match from uh, Supercard of Honor because Cody and Kenny didn't even main event that show. But I think <laughs> that I, I would say that like a lot of people kind of put those shows head to head on Saturday as the shows to, to be at. And I, I mean on the outset, I guess if you're into that type of thing, like that's the card to go to if you're, mm-hmm. you're really into the Bullet Club story. But I, I think that a lot of people who say that takeover in new orleans was the show of the weekend they're absolutely correct I, I think it's unanimous that this was the show of the weekend
0: i think everyone showed up as they do on takeovers um a card that was that we thought you know it, it would be a solid card ended up exceeding expectations i believe um just the, the threat throughout the night with the things that happened with um with Adam Cole and the, the, the matches we got and that sort of main event between Chomp and Gargano, everything sort of exceeded expectations in my opinion.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Just from start to finish, I think the show had a lot of best ofs or best evers. And I mean, the show starting off with, with a hellacious ladder match that I think will go down in history as one of the greatest ladder matches in of all time. I, I think that like the ladder match has been done to death. And I think the way that this was, was uh, produced and booked was that they went for it immediately and they, like everyone in the match from Killian Dane and Laura Sullivan, who I think didn't get enough love for that, for, uh, in that match. Like those, those two did their fucking thing in that match. They did a great job there.
0: Yeah. Big men will usually never get enough love in the latter match. And that's probably because they don't jump off of things onto things, but, I think just phenomenal, just EC3's debut and Ricochet's debut and Velveteen Dreams, you know, elbow he went drop, crazy. elbow drop from the heavens, yeah, um, and just just the end of the day, Adam Cole sort of squeaking out the victory one more time and becoming the inaugural NXT North American Champion.
1: He, he's such a shitty like shit heel, like coward, and I think he plays the role to the T. Like that is a, a character type that NXT has been missing. And it's a character type that I think wrestling and WWE, in fact, is is missing. Like, I feel like Kevin Owens did that a little bit, Mm -hmm. but with with Adam Cole, it's very old school and I I really enjoy his character. And I think he's like for someone I'll tell you, like I'm not too high on Adam, but he won me over on, on TakeOver.
0: I think he's good, man. I really, I'm still, you know, I know it's probably not going to happen right now, but I still can't wait for the undisputed era to come up to the main roster. I think it's something that the main roster needs. I think um, a good, confident, stable of gentlemen. I feel like it's it's it'll be reminiscent to the radicals, but hopefully go a much better oh, way.
1: Oh no, than the that's radicals, don't yeah, don't don't uh, don't oh, don't aim on. so no. low. Don't aim so low. The I radicals know radicals are good radicals for one. Are, for one, Adam Cole is is shorter than Chris Benoit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Radicals, were good. Benoit got a, a championship match the first six months in the company. Like he's good. Every, they all got their championships. I think maybe, you know. I'll, I'll revisit <laughs> that. Um, you know, as, as you get you get um you get Roddy Roddy to come out in Perry Saturn's hat. Remember, I think everyone from the Radicals debut just remembers Perry Saturn's hat. It was just the most. <laughs> iconic moment of all everything it was just like,
1: oh that's interesting
0: okay let's move on
1: his hat we, we gotta put a picture of his hat somewhere in this shit somewhere yeah. we, people can remember that Th-
0: that hat was incredible man just style yeah, but the-
1: but I I think that uh, more, more than anything um, Adam Cole let's take it back to him he, the Iron Man role he played on on the show even though he didn't spend a lot of time in the, in the tag match that he after that I think it was wonder he was wonderfully booked in the show uh, as someone who uh GM William Regal kept punishing throughout the uh, show.
0: Mm-hmm. It's uh, and and as he should have been but that even that tag team match and I think to me that tag team match needed that swerve. It 100% needed that swerve to me. Not to say that it wasn't bad or anything like that, but it, I just feel like sometimes there needs to be a pulse in NXT of just a turn, just a turn, man, just one turn that just like rocks the crowd and sort of rocks the foundation of NXT and Roderick Strong being one of the most beloved people on the roster and managing to side with the undisputed era anyway, despite, you know, Despite initially turning them down and despite initially, you know, battling them last at XC takeover and all this other things. Like I think it's a I think it's a good, good look. I I like and plus it's you know, it's asshole Roddy. I think that's in his veins. I think that's like him to the core and what he does his best.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, but but more than that, we we had a huge title change. And, and I think that we had that question last week on the Mania show. Uh, what what would close the show? I think we both got this right that Gargano and Ciampa closed the show and they closed the show. And And, and I like that they bucked the trend of having the title match close the show because I think there are which they, they kind of fucked up by doing the, uh, Cody and Kenny doing that before the main event. I, I think that as a match, it was really disappointing. And I think the placement was definitely part of it. Mm-hmm. And I also think that, uh, more, more than anything, the placement was part of it, but it was, it was like, it just didn't feel important on next to the, the match that it, that it was up against. And NXT did something really great where it made both matches feel important. And we even had a title change in the title match between, in an excellent match. And I feel so bad for Aleister Black, because he's always having these great matches that happen right before really great matches, yeah. <laughs> and it happened in Philadelphia when he did. When he had the Adam Cole uh, streak Fight, and it happened again on Sunday where he had an excellent, stellar match against uh, Andrade San Amos for you know, the title.
0: Th- to me, uh, honestly, to me, that um, that Amos and Black match is probably my favorite match on the card. Well, actually, no, probably the latter matches, uh, but. It, I mean, it's 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 up there, man. I was, you know, um, between the main event, Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa, just a brutal, brutal, brutal match. Just like you see Ciampa's face, he's swelled up already. They're going. Where
1: did it, he get it. that from? Did he get that from when he landed into the uh, on the exposed turnbuckle?
0: Is that I where think he's... it's just the punches, man? There's just he just punches to the face like repeatedly. Like they aren't they aren't like holding back. They're, or beating the hell out of each other at some point. Maybe it was a knee or something, but his, his face was just like swelled up 100. And to me, I think the if there is a flaw in that match, to me, the flaw is that it kind of went probably like five minutes longer than I think it should have. And because just the the kickouts after kickouts, I was just like it was even it, it was it was overshadowed by what happened in the main event of WrestleMania. But to me, just like Going balls to the wall, top rope, um, powerbomb, backbreaker, and just a kick out. And I'm just like, what is going on here? (laughs) I'm like, at what point do we have to, at some point I was just like, all right, now, come on, all right. Like, I know we're supposed to suspend disbelief, but I can't necessarily do that at this moment because,
1: like, really <laughs> <laughs> i i get you on the finisher spam that is that's the generation we live in and yeah i don't know a lot of people and we'll get to that in the wrestlemania main event but a lot of people complain about finisher spam on on the current matches but it's like that's the style like the yeah. style is very uh ball, like you said balls to the wall finisher spam type stuff like it's it's like they come to the ring with the five finisher stock already like that's right. literally how they play now and i think it, it did add to the story and here, here's my thing like i'm not a huge fan of finisher spam either john cena does it way too much tanahashi mm-hmm. tanahashi does it way too much so does okada but i think within the the realm of this story whereas it meant less to me and might maybe like okada Zack saber and more to me here was that he wasn't going to kick out because he knew that that meant that it was his job, it was his career, it was his livelihood. Right. And I think even if the the match quality or the tech, like the work, it was like this was very different from Almas Gargano in that this wasn't a work rate match. This was straight. They do a spot. They mm-hmm. they they do some acting and they do some storytelling and some psychology, and then they would do a, a, a follow up, and then they would do a callback to something else, and that's right. how the match was was structured. It was, it was like watching a movie almost. And I and I think that only two matches have done that this year for me. And that's the golden lovers bucks match in this match. And I think the storylines are very sound and they're the pe- they were the peak of their respective programs. So if they decided to do more of this, but you know, this would be the, ma- to me, this would be the match. But, um, I, I really love the match. I, 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 went ahead and went crazy with it. I gave it six stars. I love that match. I love this. It. My, it's my match of the year. I think it's better than Gargano Almas.
0: really. Whoa. I think you know yeah. what I, th- I would probably I'm going to revisit Just not now I'm definitely going to revisit it Sometime in You know Before Probably the week is over Or something like that But to me It just went very 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 long Like ooh, It's worth it
1: it's, Hey, it It's about as long as Gargano Almost I think It might be It might be Yeah Probably I, I, I think that well, I mean Is there is there any question That Gargano's in the Kenny Omega spot this year I, I think there's no question it's,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: I would say so. Yeah. 100%. He but thing, you know what's great is that he got where, where Kenny has six-star matches against the same guy. Gargano's having these matches with different people every time. And mm-hmm. it's 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 awesome every single time.
0: I agree, man. It's a they're phenomenal matches. He's on a great streak right now and I'm, you know, look forward to see that streak continue through the next set of NXT takeovers. Um, so
1: so do you think this was the best takeover ever?
0: I feel like every time we say that, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I was thinking I was legit thinking of doing like a definitive ranking of takeovers because I think every time we say this is the best takeover, this is the best takeover, but sometimes it's to me, I really love NXT TakeOver Dallas last two years ago with the debut of Shinsuke and and all that other stuff. I I liked NXT TakeOver Brooklyn that I went to last summer. I thought that was amazing too, despite, you know, the the rude and um the rude and mcintyre main event sort of just being the prelude to the undisputed eras you know debut but i thought that was phenomenal too like so i don't i don't know if this is to me the best nxc takeover i kind of have to revisit them all they all I got
1: top to bottom i think top to bottom even if you just look at this card and even the women's match we didn't even touch on that like ember and Shannon was fucking great even if you just touch that like it's it's really like up there, like it's it's definitely up there in the top five to me, if not top three. That's one of my favorite ones. I think my favorite one to date, mine might um, be that one, the NXT t- Takeover Fatal Four Way,
0: where they had Breeze, Neville, Zayn, and Tyson Kidd in the main event, and I think it ended up being Sasha and Becky on the undercard, and a lot of different other things. Like it's, it, we've had a ton of great takeovers.
1: We have a, we've had a lot. Uh, what's the the, the I, I think it's the one that we actually did a retrospective on uh oh um our, Revolu- uh, our, our revolution. revolution yeah yeah i think that one might be my my favorite just just the card on that one's is, is crazy that might be my favorite one of course dallas is up there as just a spectacular show but um damn there has been a lot i think can we, can we like agree to like, like maybe nxt rival is probably a week one and uh, the NXT with the first ladder match is probably week one, too. I, th- yeah. I think those might be at the bottom, but they're, they're still great shows.
0: Yeah, you know? the first one to me now does not hold up as strong as it did. I mean, it had a great Sami Zayn versus Cesaro match. But to me, I was never a fan of the main event because I didn't really like um, Bo Dallas' style, just in general. I was just oh, like, okay.
1: The Bo Dallas era is... <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's uh, we, once we shook that off everything sort of started falling in line.
1: Yes. I I I, I think just Rival was just a weird show, a weird show. And then you had uh, I think like Takeover Respect was really good with Bailey and Sasha Banks. Uh, that was a great show. Mm-hmm. and then you had London oh my god there's been a lot of, we should do a definitive ranking dude we should
0: wow. we should I think we should it's a there's a lot of I don't want everyone to just be blinded by the next takeover and I was like this was the best takeover ever like they're all pretty good but let's let's I know I want to make a definitive list I just want to you know maybe that's just selfish of me um no
1: well we got we got 25 over 25 to to rank if you do that did you uh, see
0: did you see the video I posted in the chat of Moro Ronaldo? Losing his shit. Uh, there's this amazing video on YouTube. I don't know why they did a Moro cam, Moro cam, <laughs> um, for NXT Takeover, and it's like the most nerdiest nerdgasming of all time. Like the man is still in love with professional wrestling. He's what honest.
1: match is he watching? What He's match watching,
0: watching the entire show. It's just him yelling throughout the entire show. He's on his feet. He's clapping his hands. He's falling back in his chair. He's doing. I had no idea he was this engaged while doing, you know, commentary. Uh, JBL must have been like, "Come on, guy, sit the hell down. Come on." Like,
1: oh, now, now we now we know why he got bullied.
0: <laughs> he's like, it's the most like nerd. Like you have to see it. It's one of the most like, just from. <laughs> just watching it like he's just (laughs) losing his mind through this entire thing and screaming and oh my god everything even percy's getting into it like it's amazing congratulations to to percy Percy. yeah Yeah, shout out to percy first of all not only having a cameo on the first episode of atlanta um but also being now called up to the 205 live main roster so you know awesome Percy.
1: But He's having a great year. I, I think Percy uh, has definitely improved. And I think that like people people kind of write the uh, they, they kind of write your indictment on commentary way too often. And I think yeah. a lot of people shit on Percy unfairly, honestly, when he started and he, he improved. I think Percy in a lot of ways enhances the show in ways that, uh, you know, a lot now a lot of people understood. Or, or could even fathom, but when he when he first started, or why they put him in that position, they couldn't understand. But I think having having him next to Nigel again on two hundred five is going to really help that show out, and I, and I think it's going to be great.
0: I think so too. Um, it's you know he's, he's he's certainly improved at his job. It was kind of a it, it it was a rough sort of intro, but he's really getting into it now.
1: I'm telling you, his his, his call in NXT for the, uh, TakeOver Philadelphia, I think that's what came, I came around on him there. Because I think Nigel being out was the best thing for him.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree. And he's so, out uh, again.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> he's out again for two weeks on, on 205. Uh, so, yeah, that was NXT TakeOver. I think, to me, stellar show, 10 out of 10. I, I don't think there's many NXT TakeOvers. Just looking at the list that I have not given that to. Mm-hmm. But, uh, well, actually, there, there are definitely a few. Uh, so the 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 dark ages of the Finn Balor Samoa Joe Shinsuke Nakamura Samoa Joe <laughs> right <laughs> it was it was a rough era for NXT <laughs> yeah I agree I agree I agree super super rough era but uh, I give, I give that one definitely un, unequivocally I give that one a ten out of ten so yes we're gonna go right into WrestleMania 34 emanating from the Silver Dome. The Mercedes Benz, the Silver Dome. It's the Silver Dome.
0: Right? He's not living
1: it down, much like <laughs> the racism. That I follow. Um, oh my God! <laughs> the, the Silver Dome for WrestleMania 34, the biggest WrestleMania card I've ever seen in my life, and we definitely felt that shit. Uh, it was a seven-hour show. One <laughs> hundred percent seven-hour
0: show. I had to like after it was over. I just kind of like lie down in a quiet room and just listen to music. I was just like, that, that was a lot. That was a lot. It was, was a lot.
1: Definitely a lot going on. Some good, um, some disappointing. I, I, but I can't say that there was anything outwardly bad, depending on where you look at it. I, I think a lot of people after mania Cards like, we get, you know, it's funny. Like we get so hype about it, and people on the internet get so hype about it, and then after it, they sh- completely shit all over it, like it was going to be anything different than what they yeah. thought it was.
0: You know what? I think it's it's just comes It's the it's the cost of producing your actual show, because while we do want wrestling and love wrestling and everyone wants to see wrestling at some point you have to factor in that they are producing a show that has to entertain people, keep people in their seats and keep them active for seven hours. And some show some matches may not go as long. Some matches may not be as good. It's just, you know, it's just all the things that sort of come with it.
1: Absolutely. Uh,
0: a, it was just, it was a great show to me. It was one of the it's top five WrestleManias to me.
1: Yeah, I think it's, I, I agree. It's top five to me. I think it, I, I went nine on it night of. I watched it a little bit of it again. I would never watch that whole show in, in its entirety. Uh, I, I, I'll slice like an 8.5. I, I think that there were certain things that, like, the bronze segment went too long. Uh, and, and, I, and for it to be inconsequential, like, the next day, it just went way too long on the actual show. Like, like you could have given Shinsuke and AJ... 10 more minutes for that for how long that segment actually lasted
0: you know i have thoughts on that are are, are we going to get to it or are we getting to it now braun strowman and nicholas
1: go ahead go ahead let's let's go we're just going to talk about the card here
0: listen i liked i liked braun strowman and nicholas i'm not going to lie with you it was a good after sort of that aj and shinsuke match which i think didn't live up to a lot of people's expectations and we're getting into the main event it wasn't your standard cooldown match, and I think it was something to pop the crowd, something to wake them back up, and I think it definitely delivered on that. To me, you know, I was listening to Stone Cold's podcast um, about the show with Kurt Bauer, and he talked about the match and how he didn't necessarily like the way it went just because they he thought um, – or at least maybe they thought that this time could have gone to somebody else or they, they could be doing a lot more with Cesaro and Sheamus, just two talented guys instead of this thing. But to me, I think it had its purpose. I think it had its purpose of saying, like, listen, if you come to WWE event, anything can happen right. and you could become an acting champion. And how many other times are we going to see this in life? To me, this is – I don't know if they do it again. I hope they don't do it again. It, it would really um, sort of – shake the novelty of it all but I think well, it's, it's still really good to me it's still entertaining
1: I think that you you kind of you gotta have that spectacle uh, if you're not gonna have the rock there if you're not gonna have anybody else there like yeah. well, what better way and, and the thing is like kids pop for it like we adults might not pop for it but right. people have to understand that like there are kids that were in that audience that were saying like that could have like even though obviously you know couldn't have been but that could have been me that could have right. been you know there there are kids and there is an audience there it's like the WWE's audience is not just us, and granted, we get these excellent matches and these awesome spots, and we get the we get the guard like like I always say like, takeover is for us, yeah. WrestleMania is for them, and oh, I yeah. think when you, when you put that into perspective, I I take my mark hat off. Like, of course, I'll have I'll have my question. There'll be questionable finishes and questionable time lengths to these matches, but like this show isn't really for it's not for the, the super hardcore fan that was going to joy Janella's spring break. You know, it's, it's for the fan that just wanted to have a good time and see how see the spectacle of it. So the Nicholas thing, I thought it was ridiculous. I thought I did think it was a cop out. I I will not, I will not give up on that thought. It's a super cop out because it's like, you could have given it to somebody, you know, you definitely could have given it to somebody that. I
0: wonder how long they thought of that. Like, I wonder how long
1: day off had to be day off. Uh, it. It was like Nick Cones, uh, one of the one of the, the uh, referee's referee sons, you know, it's he just, just like brought to
0: WrestleMania. and was just like, come on, let's go free trip to WrestleMania. It's like, oh, hey, buddy, you want
1: to become champion? <laughs> you want the strap? Um, yeah, exactly. Like, I, I I'm I'm not mad. I'm not mad at any of that. I, I think that, you know, even with even with what happened on Raw, when, when he had to turn it down, uh, he had to turn down. Uh, the the tag titles because Nick, uh, Nicholas still had to go to school and, he, yes. and shit like that. Man. That that was cute. It's cute. It's a cute moment. I think people just it need popped. to just, just just get over because I mean Nicholas was over as fuck. He was they, over, man. He's over. He doesn't even care.
0: He had the whole Jim Halpert face on the entire time, but he was over, man. He was
1: he was over like Rover. <laughs> yeah, super over. And you know, even the, like just thinking of the other people that were over, like Ronda Rousey was over as fuck. She's
0: got no booze. And to me, it gets the belt off of Cesaro and Sheamus, who I felt like at this point, I think they've run their course with those tag team championships. And maybe it's time to establish a new one. And it kind of saves them. Well, not really. They lost Mm -hmm. a 10 year old, but it it, it kind of I don't know. They beat the entire roster and now
1: it's kind of like a nice little reset of uh, um, I, I think this might be a. I think it's time for like, I mean, going by the the rumors that Seamus is hurt or really, really hurt, or could be career threateningly hurt. He seems fine. I think I, uh, you never know. I mean, Edge seemed fine, this is true, but uh, <laughs> he, he
0: Edge had one fatal chair shot that like fucked him up. But it's a, uh, I think, um, I don't know. Seamus seems fine right now, and he's working out, he's doing his YouTube. You know bit where he works out every week like it's a he seems fine. i don't know i don't know anyone in the world that watches that but you i don't watch it i just know what happens but i feel like i need to now because sure. I, I don't think i would in any case train like seamus because
1: that's not what i'm trying to go for but those are just those are just gym muscles meals don't don't forget you can still get shot <laughs> okay all right um anyway sure. what what were some of the what were some of the matches on the show that uh let, let's let's start let's get all the way negative first what are some of the matches that you did not like on the Ooh, show
0: i did not like um definitely the fatal four-way match Just oh for sure that's i think that was
1: yeah that was that was a match i probably gave the lowest rating too um i i didn't even rate the fucking Braun match uh, but it's definitely my that match is definitely my top three matches I didn't like.
0: Um Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal to me was just something that was just it, it was lucky it was first and I was thirsty for wrestling. I think that's <laughs> the, the I think that's the gist of it all because there was nobody in that match. It was like a a room of nobodies, like a nobody <laughs> convention and everyone was invited. Like
1: Ty just, Ty Dillinger showed up.
0: Ty Dillinger was there. Who else was there? Um, did they bring up any NXT guys in that match? No, that was the
1: women. The women's match. Oh my
0: god! They they could have. Listen, they had all the. They had Mike Kanellis. Shout out to Mike Kanellis finally getting his you know WrestleMania moment. Um, gosh, who was in that match? Anybody of note? No one of note was in that. Kane was there. Remember Kane? He just can't lose. That he can't miss a WrestleMania at any point. Um, Aiden English was there with uh, hair yeah,
1: I remember Kane I remember Kane because he he can't stop fucking coming back every October <laughs> She's Aiden
0: English was there with people, hair man. and then he came out with no hair later in the card I was like oh that's surprising um, so those are your three those are your three those are yeah those are and I would say the for what the Smackdown tag team match I know could have been and what it ended up being just very disappointing. I don't think it was a great match at all.
1: Yeah, I uh I have to say, like the four way was 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 pretty disappointing. I I did not like the Nia Alexa match oh, at yeah, all. Me neither. Me neither. Uh, That's me. It went too long. Did not and, like that match. And just, I I was not a huge fan of uh not a, not a huge fan of the SmackDown tag title match. But again, like we said, like if you give them over nine minutes. You know, it'll be great. But they gave them nine minutes, so it wasn't that
0: great. And literally, the match says on Wikipedia, ends in five minutes, 50 seconds. Yeah. That... But speaking of the Nia Jax, Alexa Bliss, shout out to Nia Jax for women to women's championship. But I did just the unbelievability of that match just just like superseded everything.
1: Yeah. Having having Nia go nine minutes or 10 minutes or however long it lasted with Alexa Bliss took took me out of it. I even said like they're having a whole ass match right now. Like yeah. it, it just, this should not be happening.
0: Yeah. I was like, Nia, what are you doing, baby? What are you doing?
1: Man, and cool. we're and we're now seeing like the deep push of Alexa because even on, uh, and we'll, we'll get to to the call ups there. But even just just looking at how Alexa's being treated now, it's like they're cooling her off heavily right now to to make way for the new people coming up and to make way for Nia's uh, rank.
0: I agree. Let's make it happen because it's been she. Everyone needs a peak in a valley and a cool down and thing like that. So I think it's this is Alexa Bliss's time.
1: Yes, uh, and and I mean. I, I don't want to say, and I, I think we'll both agree with this, I don't want to say this is a bad match, but this is the only match that people are... There are two matches on this show, and they're, uh, obviously they were at the top of the show, or the, the end of the show, um, that everyone's talking about. And we'll talk about the Roman Reigns-Brock Lesnar debacle in a second, but AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura... People are saying that's a bad match, and I really can't. I can't get with that, that, uh, that sentiment. I, I don't think it's a bad match. I think it's a disappointing match. I think it's probably the, the biggest disappointment of the year so far, other than, no, you know what, I put that Kenny, if you want to keep it on it. You said which one? Uh, Nakamura and, and Styles being on the same level as Kenny and Cody. Yeah,
0: I would say it's probably on the same level. I mean, I think um, with Styles and Nakamura, I think just the general layout of that match and just that, I think both of them tried. I don't think it was a lack of effort or anything, but I think just how the match was planned out, it kind of one fall finished. Um, it was kind of surprising that it was over when he sort of rolled through the Kinshasa, hit the Styles Clash, and it was kind of over. It was kind of- Cool wild. spot. It was a cool spot. No, cool no spot. doubt about it. I don't think it should have ended the match. But I think it was a cool spot. I thought it would have been a little bit more back and forth. And I think maybe if they had like ten more minutes, we would have gotten that. Um, you know, shout out to Braun Strowman and Nicholas. But yeah. it's uh, <laughs> I think um it's just a just a layout and match. It just it just seemed to end. It's just like it just sort of ended out of nowhere. Um without much build. There was no
1: second gear. Yeah, there was yeah. no second gear there. It was one to three and it was over. And but I, I but again The way that I feel about the match now on Wednesday is a lot different than how I felt about it on Sunday. Mm-hmm. With with us having new information and and a new a new guide uh, a new guideline not guideline but a, a new direction for, right. for for Shinsuke of course he turned heel and his new gimmick is hitting people in the balls.
0: Listen, it's significant. It was a significant match on the last. Whether or not it was good or not, it ended up being a significant match. And he really goes for it with those low blows, man. I, Bro, I, I he it. made
1: AJ jump on SmackDown.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think he's trying to hit the inner of his leg and just kind of like. I think he got it but still like Yeah. <laughs> well, who knows.
1: I I am loving I'm loving Dark Nakamura. I think I think Dark Nakamura is he's great. I his promo on SmackDown. I don't know what it is and we we watch these shows every week but like I want to say from the top from the from like mid March after Fastlane all the way to now he's been on as far as promos go.
0: Yeah, I'd say so. Like he's he's really been killing it. Um last night's promo was like sarcastically you know, I don't speak English. Like, just to me, it was kind of, oh, man. And the crowd popped huge. Yeah. And I, I want to see that going forward. I think it adds another layer to his career. I think it adds another layer just to Nakamura himself um, as we go forward. And maybe he turns back face down the line. But from right now, I think just let's keep the course going.
1: And you never saw him in Japan when he was a uh, full heel, when he first started uh, Chaos? No, I've never seen him. Yeah, I, um, I know that I get ready because it looks like they're really going for what he used to be when he was in chaos, like the cocky heel faction guy or the, the cocky heel uh, who had his own faction that would just keep, kick people in the face and sneak attack them and cheat and stuff like that. He's really good at it because if you think about it nakamura has been a face for two years so this is complete a new wrinkle to his character that he's he's so sorely needed because now you have stakes and and uh, dave Meltzer actually reported that the reason they did that is because they felt like the aj nakamura feud was lacking a story Mm -hmm. so they they chose to basically mortgage off this dream match in order to tell a better story and Mm -hmm. for the first match in the series i get it and you know, with that explanation, I'm I'm fine with what happened at WrestleMania because, like you said, the more significant moment came afterwards and not within it. But you get the story by seeing why he would get, be frustrated because the person who said that AJ was too emotional succumbed to his own emotions and went bad. And I think right. that's a great story.
0: I think it's amazing. I, I was talking, I was listening to. as you said Stone Cold and Court Bauer, and I think Court was confused because he was just like, listen, Nakamura is one of the top sellers in merch um so it's kind of like
1: is he is he
0: that's what you know i i don't have the numbers in front of me but he was just like listen he's one of the top sellers he he pushes merch and he was questioned why they would turn him heel and sort of sacrifice that i think i think he's gonna sell the same nonetheless I, i
1: think i think the people like like i said maybe the kids won't gravitate to him anymore we will and right. we buy we buy in droves and we buy in bulk like well, i got enough red fine. shirts
0: so i'm pretty good on like <laughs> figure out another color for him
1: he'll but. be fine i think nakamura will be fine and i think that that type of heel he can it's eventually turn into an anti establishment the shades of gray tweener mm-hmm. where i think that that will work and the, but the thing is like he's actually getting booed yeah. and that's something that you couldn't say about enzo it's something that you couldn't say about like uh aj when he turned heel when he shows up and hits Daniel Bryan with the Kinshasa to the back of his fucking neck last night, the whole crowd turned on him.
0: Listen, you heard Daniel Bryan. You heard us.
1: Absolutely, um, absolutely. But uh, what were what were your favorite, like your top three matches? I think we I I have I the same
0: through, top three. I got to, you know what? I got to go through another disappointing match, and oh, okay. I would have to say, listen, wait a minute, what, what, the what? build up. The build up to this John Cena at Undertaker.
1: Oh, okay. Okay.
0: The, the 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 weeks of yelling, the weeks of come do something for it to Don't get me wrong, Undertaker looked great. The man looked phenomenal. Much better than last year.
1: Yeah, he wasn't. He didn't look like Homer Simpson this year. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he looked phenomenal. He was out there moving, and I think I think that's pretty much how Undertaker matches might go for the rest of his career if he chooses to continue. I mean, he's going to be wrestling um, in a couple of weeks anyway. He's wrestling rusev in a casket match at the biggest royal rumble ever greatest the greatest Royal the rumble. Greatest, sorry the greatest a- royal Rumble ever
1: aka aka wwe bays and oil money and they love it
0: <laughs> he's gonna be wrestling again so i assume he that's why he stayed in shape or something or decided to do that but i thought just were the the weeks of payoff and just to have that match and knowing what the undertaker and john cena could probably do with like 10 more minutes um even though I think John Cena would do the, definitely a spam of finishers and maybe Undertaker doesn't want to land on his hip on a, a, you know, AA or something along those lines. But, you know, I thought just for how long it went and how short this went, I was just like, and then how pretty much it, nothing followed up afterwards. Uh, thanks a lot, WWE.
1: <laughs> well, there, it, it was what it was. I think the moment was tremendous. I think the moment leading to it was awesome. His entrance was amazing. I popped huge for it, and, and I didn't think that I would. I think that it was interesting because we got to see an unconventional storyline. You had John Cena throughout the whole night sitting in the crowd as he said he would. He mm-hmm. gets someone, someone tells them Undertaker's there. He runs to the leader. You have the Elias thing, which was a great bait and switch. And then you finally get him, and the lights go out again.
0: And they they like, had to like they obviously had I mean that Elias thing went like ten minutes so they were obviously keeping this match short on purpose right to sort of not have take your work any longer but and I just
1: I'm I'm a, I would rather this I would rather him coming back beating a part timer or something like that or like doing a little fun little two-minute thing to mm-hmm. pop a crowd than I would a 20-minute match because we can't we just can't get that anymore and like I know we're going to complain about it but if it only happens at Wrestlemania who cares we like like if, it, if it's only happening once a year it's fine like the Rusev thing that casket match is going to last five minutes tops and he and, might and he Rusev might bump twice
0: to, Rusev gets to go against the Undertaker how many times how many people on the main roster now can say that they have that opportunity absolutely um favorite matches on the card gotta go with the opener opener was hot
1: yep yep uh and that was the IC title three way.
0: the match that lived up to everyone's expectations on the t. everyone was like this is going exactly how i how i yes. did it
1: <laughs> and it went as long as we expected to like 15 minutes like it was
0: like this is great this is great this is exactly how we wanted it to go listen to seth rollins it's won. one
1: of the best mania openers i've, I've probably ever seen
0: Every everyone did so well in that match. I think the culmination of Finn Balor now having this renewed purpose on the roster, Seth Rollins with this new renewed purpose after that just amazing 60 plus 60-minute, 60 you know, encounter he went through before Elimination Chamber a couple months ago. The Miz being one of the greatest intercontinental champions of all time. With Jeff Jarrett pointed it out, you know, shout out to Jeff. Um and just the everything, just sort of hitting in that match. The speed, the pace, everything. Just it was just it was it was like a great song that you want to go back and listen to over and over again. Like it, they 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 killed it. They killed yeah. it.
1: Yeah, I I thought that they they really knocked it out the park. And again, I, I got a hats off to Miz because a lot of people. I, are still doubting this guy. I will say that they're still dying, doubting his, his his greatness. And I have to say that even just from promos, even the promo he did on Raw this week, just great. He's just an excellent guy uh, on the roster and an excellent body there. I really cannot wait. And we'll get to this in the on the shakeup portion. But I can't cannot wait to uh, to see him go to bigger and better things uh, this year. I, th- I think you know the IC title definitely part of my top matches. I also have to say that the um, you, you know what match we aren't talking about? That that uh, Daniel Bryan-Shane McMahon match. That match doesn't matter
0: to me. <laughs> it doesn't. I was going to say that. It doesn't matter. Like, it literally doesn't now. It was great. It, everything surrounded Daniel Bryan's return was amazing. And get to see him in the ring was amazing. And get to cringe at him doing all the things that he was doing. I mean, that top rope dropkick. I was like, what are you doing?
1: He's okay. He's fine. He's 100% cleared.
0: Yeah. He Well, he landed on his... I was just like, bro, come on. But... Um, I think it's it, it, yeah, it just doesn't matter. Like they're gone, just like all right, now they're gone. That's so what it. do we do from
1: here? Um, loved absolutely love Ronda Rousey, uh, Kurt Angle versus Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. They played that match to a T. tee, it was uh, so good. right down from right from the cheat, cheating to Ronda's get Ronda getting tagged in to Ronda just being a fucking badass. I, I don't think that there was ever a match or a debut that they made they got it right. Two and it, even if she did get, take offense it made sense and it made sense to the larger story and i thought ronda came off as a fucking star like i cannot wait to see her wrestle again
0: Shout out to Kurt Angle for still moving at half speed that he did during his prime, but still managing to pull out this amazing sort of um, performance in this match. Triple H also with the selling, with him getting hit by Ronda in the corner, him getting almost, you know, submitted, he, him almost submitting to Ronda, him getting, you know, thrown up on Ronda's shoulders. That's a lot you're giving Ronda
1: Rousey. But, Dude, there, there was a lot of intergender stuff. You had Kurt Angle giving Stephanie the the, the ankle lock. This was something that would probably never happen
0: on any other part of the show. Yeah, (laughs) I don't think any any of the other guys in this, you know, in in the company have enough pull to be able to do the intergender things without it being like, I don't know if you should hit a lady, blah blah blah. But they they went for it in this match. I think just the fact that they're going for it, there's there seem to be no boundaries um, within this match. Everything just worked. Ronda Rousey came out and she was phenomenal. Um, love her
1: gear. I love her gear as well. Her gear is really good.
0: Stephanie McMahon, another phenomenal performance. I think just – I revisited this match Monday, and it's still good. Like, this is one you can watch with just, like, anybody, just a standard wrestling fan and or someone who's just a wrestling fan, like, 20 years ago and just, you know, hasn't watched it yet, and they'll get into it. Like, it was the perfect match. Who knew? Uh,
1: and the, the one match that I, I think a lot of people are – I don't want to say they're ambivalent about it. I think a lot of people has the, and I'll just say it's Charlotte and Oscar. I think that's my match of the night at WrestleMania. Oh yeah. Easy. Um, it's, was this a, you know, there's so many arguments. We could spend a whole episode on this, uh, but I guess it just boils down to this. Was it the right decision to end Oscar's streak at WrestleMania? Yes. Um, yes, yes. I And I agree. I agree. It was.
0: Yeah. I think it's, Listen, we had this conversation last week and I'm glad that we at least put it in our heads because I think a lot of people didn't a lot of people just expected Oscar to run through the streak and then but like what happens there but I I feel like there was definitely serious consideration for Charlotte Flair to end the streak and I didn't know about the Ronda Rousey thing next year but I assumed that would be in the plans eventually but I think Charlotte has enough Charlotte is the representative of women's wrestling and the new era it's in in the company Mm -hmm. Uh, Charlotte is incredibly good and just from the first five minutes of this match just forget the first five minutes the first two minutes first three minutes just athletic back and forth I was just like oh this match is gonna be phenomenal
1: it lived up up to it lived up to literally every expectation and we we said it would be a sleeper yeah, and it ended. It ended up being the sleeper match of the night. And this could have it, closed it, the show. This could have closed the show. Yeah, it, it felt like it. It was going to, or or at least like, you know, like I. The entrance from Charlotte is just like, oh, amazing. she's arrived. It's yeah, she's next level now. Yeah, um, uh, it was an amazing entrance. I think more than anything, Oscar, I I hadn't expected them to have the chemistry that they did. They had extremely great chemistry in the ring. Um, I I just I don't know who who. Like, I think you even mentioned it. Like you, did you want to lose to Carmelo? Like, I think like, yeah. like, like, no, like no one's thinking about, you know, like selfishly, I think we all would have wanted it to be Ember, but realistically mm-hmm. where Oscar is and where Ember are, they're just not there. You know, there's, she's way ahead of where Ember is right now. It would have taken another two years. And then, so you're going to have Oscar go, what's she going to do? Take a vacation right. for a year. So she can't beat anybody else. What, like, I saw somebody say, oh, I, "I wish she didn't tap." So, so you didn't want Oscar to do exactly—you didn't want what happened to Oscar that she did to everyone else to happen to her. That it was poetic that she tapped because she made everyone else tap.
0: I thought they could have—I I thought the submission could have went a little bit longer. I thought they—they probably, was... they
1: probably told him to go home. They probably told him they had to go home. Because it yeah, was already, it was nearly 20 I, minutes.
0: I, I thought it could have been a bit of a struggle with the final submission, just like her trying to get to the ropes and then Charlotte Flair struggling to get up. And it's just like Charlotte kind of with the power and the leverage kind of manages to bridges up. And that's how it sort of ends. But I thought the match was phenomenal nonetheless. I mean, the moon into the triangle choke was just. I popped the, the 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 Spanish fly. Just like no one expected that from Charlotte. Like, what the
1: hell is this? Our second Spanish fly of the night. By what the way, it? she. No it one might told Musta- the Third. Yeah, no one told Mustafa Ali to. Uh, <laughs> oh, nah, nah. No one told them, bro. <laughs> yeah, they they went ahead and did because earlier in the night Mustafa Ali did two, or, or him and Alexander did two. So you're right; it was the third one of the night. Yeah. But, but I, I th- we spoke about Asuka's undefeated streak on the seventh episode of The A Show uh, titled Undefeated, where we were starting to kind of see the cracks and the the idea of Asuka being, you know, undefeated for this long. She she had over 200 wins. She had not been defeated in two years. I think that selfishly, again, we all wanted it to be her and Ronda. Uh, or at least some some combination of that, or her and Ronda in Survivor Series, but it wasn't. And I'm okay with what happened. This wasn't like the Undertaker streak, to me.
0: Now, now, um, are you okay with them keeping her off the Raw the night after because she was absent in a big capacity match?
1: She, she wasn't on Oscar either. I mean, she was she wasn't on Oscar. She wasn't on SmackDown either. Yeah, I it it's might a- it might be too uh, move her officially to SmackDown next week.
0: I think so. I think, you know what? I was just like, it's weird that they didn't put her on the show, but I don't think they want her to acknowledge the streak so much. I think they want to keep the mystique of Asuka and no one is ready, even though Charlotte was ready, I guess, which was, which was a weird ending. It was just like, it, it was kind of what happened with Ember, right? Like, um, Ember kind of having to bow down and kiss the ring. Um, after yeah. she was she was beaten by Oscar at NXT Takeover Brooklyn, and it was kind of the same thing here at WrestleMania, where Charlotte, Asuka, Oscar, who's been undefeated, one of the best women on the roster, had to kind of like bow down. It's just like she was ready for Oscar. I was like, okay, I don't think that was needed, but
1: it it, it, it was cool. That was more yeah. of a that was more of a wait. Well, for one, you had both Rumble winners lose. That's one. Yeah. Two yeah. and two. You had I. And I and I I figured that if Asuka lost and I was waiting for the turn, I think a lot of people were waiting for the turn when she grabbed the mic. Mm-hmm. So Asuka, if they were gonna do those turns, you couldn't you couldn't have her be upset about her losing and then have Shinsuke about to hit AJ and the balls two hours later. Right. So you had to choose one. So if you're gonna choose to go with one one way, like I do one thing I do like about what they're doing with Asuka and Shinsuke, since they are both foreign characters, very very carefully. And that's you something's never i I've never seen before with the WWE as far as their handling of foreign characters that can't really speak English or they can't get there, you know, that they're handling them in different ways. So mm-hmm. if they're gonna go that with Shinsuke, they can't have them both turn because think of the optics of what yeah. <laughs> of what happens if they have both of the 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 uh you know those characters turn and I think Asuka will come back next week and we'll see the storyline with her. And I would love on SmackDown for Oscar to to chase the the iconic duo and chase the belt, chase Carmella, if they're going to move Charlotte, I think so. I think it would be a nice little shake up. You know, but we'll get to that. Uh, yes, uh, but I think that that was all of all of Mania. I think it's a uh, it was well, an let's eight point five the main you know? event. Let's get to main event. Yeah. Oh, oh my God, you're right, you're right. Such a long fucking show. You're right. I'm sorry. Uh, I don't think that we will look back at, as fondly on this then as we did on the WrestleMania 31 main event.
0: You know what? I hope they're redoing it for this. You know, the greatest greatest Royal Rumble of all time. Um, (laughs) Because the way this match sort of shook out, uh, I think just the timing. I think once you get this late in the night, this late in the card, everyone's exhausted. Everyone had been there for probably about eight hours already. Um, The fans turned on this match. 100 percent before it was before it even started yeah it, 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 i think everyone was just kind of like delirious at this point it was just a, i think everything set in the didn't start to like eleven fifty something over here like it, it, it's to me it's kind of ridiculous i think they should either push wrestlemania up a, an hour earlier again or yeah because i don't think they should be ending like 12 12 after midnight you know it's 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 a lot. It's a it's a good bang for your buck, but it's a lot.
1: So how how did you feel overall about uh, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns? Like, just just as a whole, um,
0: the crowd really took me out of the match. I yes um, yes
1: before even and and let's give me let's get it let me get this straight like this was not as good as the last match they had nope but I think that the crowd not giving it a chance really killed it for me. But again, we predicted that this would happen. We yep. knew that this was going to be because the idea is that Brock is leaving. And the idea is also that Roman, and, and I've been saying this for the weeks leading up to it, we've both been saying it, they've been trying to make Roman a, a sympathetic baby face. It has not worked. So I don't know what they expected on Sunday. Um, I think,
0: to me, just the kickouts of F5s, six F5s it took six at fives to put him down um he kicked out of five of them and i think one of them was through table yes. um just overkill to me it's just i think they could have i would have liked to see brock lesnar and potentially one of his last matches pull out a much more athletic match um i don't know if he still got that in him but he's a pretty athletic guy um he had he had it in him for fucking for aj oh that's true yeah i think he could have i think he could have pulled out a much more athletic match i think he could have put up much more just shake just change it up i think he's been doing the same thing for the last four years and i think it's time to change it up just how he changed up
1: before he's not he's not changing shit Mills. like at the end at the end of the day like this is this is what we this is what we got this is what we have with him right now and they had brock go over and I think he switched swerved us. We thought that this was Romans coronation, and he loses again. And I, now, I think, it's think like that, that you keep putting, plan. you keep putting, you keep putting this guy in situations where he cannot, he cannot win. He is not going to win these situations. Do you think that was always the
0: plan? If he resigned, or do you think that it was just? Uh... I don't know
1: because I, I i don't know what the fucking plan could have been there meals i don't know what they're doing at this point like does the universal title matter like i'm just like i don't even know what they what they want to do like I, i'm not gonna say that the finish had me upset i'm not mm-hmm. like overly upset because they have a chance to course correct it but if that was supposed to be like the, the ending to the storyline, then I don't really know where they're going to go. Like, how much further do they have to go with this, this storyline, dude?
0: And did we get any updates on the contract of Brock Lesnar? Everyone says he's re signed, but.
1: Yeah, um, it's been reported in a couple outlets, including the uh, Wrestling Observer and uh, a couple other people, like Post Wrestling and stuff like that, where it's like um, the. It is a short term contract. Extension. Yeah, it's a short term extension essentially to go to the greatest Royal rumble and beyond so to me i would think that that would mean you drop the belt uh to roman at the greatest Royal rumble and then you maybe go against lashley at SummerSlam and write you and write him off until at least mania because in the contract he he's able to uh have a ufc match
0: mm-hmm. and i think that's a, what everyone at least um is expecting at this point and
1: i and i'm i'm spit i'm spitballing lashley here i don't know if that's really going to happen but i would i i to me i thought that was the logical exponent or the logical move for him next
0: listen brock lesnar versus black lesnar i'm i'm
1: we've never seen it
0: we have never seen it we've never seen it we've yeah. never seen it they have not crossed paths as soon as um brock lesnar left it's kind of when lashley sort of you know, stepped up and then Lashley left for a very long time and Brock Lesnar came back and we just haven't seen it.
1: So. 10 years. Yeah. 10 years he left. And, um, yeah, I, it was, a, I wouldn't even say it was interesting. It's, it, it, it's still, it's interesting for reasons that are outside of the ring. Um, yeah. I, I don't think the match itself is very interesting. So, Roman Reigns again uh, looks the, like
0: fly- a job. I think not the blade job. It wasn't a blade job. It was a hard oh that way. was
1: hard way. That was hard way. Yeah, just the blood.
0: I think it was. Oh my god. But you know, it's a, the match was what it was. I look forward to you know finding. You'll be waking up early for this greatest, or maybe not. Um,
1: <laughs> this yeah, greatest it is- rumble. It will be airing at I think twelve o'clock my time, so I'll, I'll be watching it from work. I thought it was twelve o'clock your my time. It's twelve o'clock, or I'll just be waking up, huh? Wow, yeah, so nine, 9 a.m. I I'll, I'll I'll catch whatever. I'll probably catch the uh, the actual Royal Rumble. I'm not interested in Triple H and John Cena. I'm not interested in the Casket Match. I'm pretty sure the latter match for the IC title will be cool, but I know it's not touching the uh, the NXT one. So is this
0: an actual show? This feels like a house show that they're airing live.
1: I don't know what it is if they're they're trying to say it's canon but it's weird because they're pushing they're pushing it and they're pushing backlash too because if you if you like these matches don't mean anything when you know that Miz still has a title shot but he's going to be in this ladder match so yeah it doesn't mean anything to me and then you have uh you have Jinder Mahal and Randy Orton but that's going to be at backlash and not the greatest Royal rumble so I'm not really sure what what the show is going to be
0: interesting
1: Super super weird show because then at the end you also have Samoa Joe versus Roman Reigns. So if Roman wins that title, is that the universal title match? I like what are they pushing here? I don't I don't I'm not I'm not following it.
0: It's 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 a weird situation. It's kind of similar to the situation they had last year when they did the shakeup but still had people as number one contenders on different shows and they still went through with the match. And, you know, if, if Kevin Owens won, then Chris Jericho moved and Chris Jericho won, then he stayed and blah, blah, blah. So it's, 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 we're going to figure that out over the next month or so.
1: Right. Uh, But that was WrestleMania 34 officially there. Uh, One thing I do want to talk about from just kind of like the tail end of the, the, the week, uh, or the call ups. Let's rate the call ups. Uh, so you have Ember Moon going to Raw, you have Authors of Pain finally, as we predicted, going to Raw. You also have No Way Jose, which I, that was a long shot pick. I, I don't think either of us had him pegged for <laughs> leaving no, NXT. It, it makes sense,
0: but yeah, I didn't have him pegged at all. Like, and, it
1: was, and you, you have know. the and you have the iconic or well, the formerly the iconic duo Peyton Royce and Billy Kay now known as the iconics going to SmackDown. They were the only call up on SmackDown, which I thought was a great touch. And I thought that was actually excellent because all of, like you had four call-ups on, um, we had three call-ups on, 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 raw and a return. And I thought that that kind of, that kind of made it so that not all of them made, uh, were important if you will mm-hmm. on raw but the iconic duo or the iconics made a, a huge splash on smackdown and i thought they had one of the best segments of the show you on know Tuesday. I,
0: i'm i don't agree and i say that just because um i think it was a debut that wasn't sort of original on its own. To me, they debuted the same way the Ride Squad debuted, and they debuted the same way that Absolution debuted, where they just attacked someone sort of popular and then they. I'm talking like, about like the promo and I, and, and just the aura. The promo of was kind. Of, I think the promo and the aura was also kind of shaky too. I don't know. I just it just it just didn't hit for me just off the bat, and maybe it was similarly just because they were kind of similar to the same things and we were just doing that, but. But it it feels kind of weird because I felt like they still had so much more to prove in NXT, and they didn't. Wait, what? Wait,
1: it. wait, what? Huh?
0: They had more to prove in NXT. Like what? That they 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 very rarely had um high profile matches. It was a lot. Yes, of they did.
1: Stuff. Yes, I mean yes, they had they two. Did. No, they
0: had two. They had two.
1: What? They're not. They they can't all get that. Alexa right, didn't have that either. Still,
0: but still, it was kind of like.
1: Alexa Alexa, was a manager. Alexa was a manager.
0: Alexa was a manager and she had, you know, those matches. But I feel like, I don't know. I just feel like weird. They hadn't, to me, they were, I think, what they could have been on that roster, especially after Asuka left. And because they were doing the Asuka era. So everything was just sort of, nothing ever sort of lived up to what it could.
1: Alexa left right at the beginning of that.
0: Right. But I don't think, I don't think, um, I still don't think that Peyton Royce and Billy Kay showed out the way they could have showed out on NXT.
1: They, I think they were beyond ready. They had been no, ready. No, don't,
0: don't get me wrong. They're ready, but I don't think they have that sort of. Uh,
1: not like not that, everyone can do that. Like not everyone can do on NXT. The rosters are too big the the storylines are 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 too and and I agree like I well, always I, say that Oscar was a detriment to that brand right. but Billy Billy and Peyton have been on that fucking in the performance center for like 3 or 4 years like oh, they'd yeah, been they've there been there for been a really long this, time
0: they've been there since close to the start of that NXT um just NXT going to the network and things like that. They've been there for a very, very long time. Don't get me wrong. They're ready to come up. But at the same time, I just feel like in terms of their background, like you look at someone like Ember Moon who came up and has that sort of like, okay, she's been through the matches. She's been through the ring. She's proved herself. We know she can have a good match. I don't know if we can get a good match with Peyton Royce and Bill They Billy.
1: And they said the same shit. Like, my thing is they said the same shit about Alexa. I think you give it time. Mm-hmm. Give it time. Give it time. Like, I, I really think that, like, you, you give them time. And I, I think that, uh, you know, I, I know that Peyton can go. I, I'm, I'm not sure about Billy, but I think you give them time. It, it'll happen. But again, like, Ember was given that spot because she was always debuted as a blue chipper. Mm-hmm. You know, like Peyton and Billy... They, the iconic thing didn't come together until they were they lost like hella matches to like Sasha and Charlotte. Yeah, and to me, like
0: was, they were like third tier stars to me. They were never like showcased in NXT. And and it is similar to the way that Alexa and look how Alexa sort of turned out. But to me, yeah. they were, there was third, you know, third tier stars. Like they came after the Embers. They came after the Oscars. They came after. Um, I would be more excited for a Nikki Cross call up than I would probably be for... Billy, Nikki I, had no like She had that last man standing like, match. And she's had these encounters with just the men She's fought with the men and all this other things Like she's been giving like just a spotlight on there I don't think Billy Kay and Peyton Royce had that I think they are also, they were always known as just like two, you know, women They are kind of like Lay Cool, kind of not
1: No, they're nothing like Lay Cool, dude
0: They're similar to Lay Cool they're some literally cool. They're not iconic. Really,
1: not, not they really. Say not the really. words at the same
0: time. It, it, watch, they're going to be cold women's champions. I promise you.
1: <sighs> I'm not. I let, wait and I, see. I, wait I, and I, see. They, they were the best call see. ups. They were the best call ups of the week. I don't um, think. I, I think other than Ember squashing Alexa in like two seconds, AOP squashing someone in a few couple seconds. No way, Jose had a fucking fifty second match. The Iconics got a promo. They got to beat the shit out of Charlotte yeah, for 15 minutes. They 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 got a lot for 20 minutes.
0: They got a lot. I don't think. Um, I don't know. I just wasn't that enthralled with it. I was just like, oh, we're doing. Th- you know what? It's just because it's the same thing that we've seen over and over. It's well, what, same- what did
1: you want them to do? I would
0: love them to think of something outside of the box. I would have might have. What's pro- outside
1: the what's what's outside the box? Like the promo was dope. I would have beat down dope. segment was fire. No, it wasn't. The beatdown segment was fire.
0: <laughs> no, I, I don't agree. To me, it was very slow and plodding. And it didn't... It, it it happened, but it was a means to sort of this bigger end, which Carmelo was cashing in. But to me, it just... It wasn't a strong segment to me. It just wasn't strong to me. Like, it wasn't a strong debut for them. It was a strong debut in that things happened... Because they debuted, but in terms of their own performances, I don't think it was that strong. So up. They lost the crowd who's the best call up? They lost crowd. who's the best call up? They, they lost the
1: best They lost crowd. the best call-up? They they lost the crowd because they <laughs> none they,
0: of them were the best. the
1: best call up and they lost the crowd because they were beating up the face. They beat the they shit. They lost up the, face.
0: the crowd because I they
1: think were booing them. them I don't know if no. we're watching the same show. I don't know if we're watching. We gotta watch
0: game. this over again. We gotta. Watch I
1: don't. Yeah. Again. No. I don't think we're watching the same show for sure. I. I. Don't I, think so. I think by by and large, you felt this. You felt the impact of what they did more than you felt the impact of AOP squashing two two nobodies. I, f- I felt them. Or I'm sorry, not them. not two nobodies, but squashing fucking Heat Slater.
0: More of Ember Moon beating a champion than DiConics debuting.
1: And not getting promo time and just coming out and she got promo time after she got promo on dot (laughs) com. You're not making any sense. We all I'm not not belaboring this. I'm not going to belabor this point. It It was all right. It
0: wasn't better to me. The Ember Moon. I would say the Ember Moon one was better because it had a stronger impact. And you know, it looks like there's a definitive direction. She beat the former champion.
1: What's the direction for her and Alexa? Maybe. You don't even know. Anyway, let's go to the let's Maybe. go to the to let's go to the returns. Uh, on Raw, we had Jeff Hardy came back, so that, that was pretty cool. That was and okay. you had you had Jeff Bobby. Jeff Hardy's a- good for
0: him pop for the
1: past 20 years. He's been the same popular rock guy. This, and you had and you had Bobby Lashley, who, if you want to talk about losing a crowd, he nearly lost them before he did that suplex.
0: Well, here's the thing with Bobby Lashley. I think he's in the same sort of situation that it's going to take a lot for him to win. I think he wins people over just because of his look and he's just large and light. But at the same time, I also feel like, man, there's like at least three different guys on the roster doing better things than him uh, who occupy the same space.
1: They're going to give him a lot just because of the nature of who he is. But I, I wouldn't say it's unwarranted. I think in the last two or so years, his TNA run has been excellent. Mm-hmm. I, I would I would uh, tell anyone to go back and watch his match against um, Eddie Edwards on on Impact, and that was a great fucking match. Uh, or his matches with just his matches with the Moose are really great too. Also, but I, I think him coming out it was a good for an initial pop. Uh, he he squashed Elias, who was quickly the music becoming,
0: gotta go. The music gotta go. He needs better music.
1: I don't even remember what it is. So a it, it's it's, rock, It's some 2006 generic rock. Velocity. Well, well, he's coming straight back from 2006. His, his theme music to me was the same type of shit back in 2006. <laughs> he, he come back with some velocity-ass music,
0: man. Like it's a, he needs a different, he needs different music. He needs more impactful
1: music. Uh, but you also uh, on on this week you had the return of Daniel Bryan, who has relinquished. Well, I think there was a there was a departure and there was an arrival. So of course you had. Uh, Page, who announced her retirement on Raw in a very heartfelt segment, it was it was kind of hard to watch uh, the segment as a whole. But she does end up on SmackDown in a really great surprise as the new general ma- general manager. Kind Mr. of Ryan, of kind course, of, is a full super. Uh, in six. terms,
0: sorry, sorry, <laughs> I want to say, in just in terms of the Page thing, real quick, it kind of just like nullified the impact that
1: it actually had. Um, I thought it was an upper. I thought it brought people back up. Uh, I, I I, and you also no one, no one called it no one called that and I think the promo that she that she said on Smackdown kind of not wrote it off but it explained you know it's the land of opportunity and that she right. got an opportunity and I think it's cool to slide her into the Daniel Bryan slide. I think anyone who retires should be a GM just in case like anyone who retires if but has a chance to coming back they should be on Smackdown as a GM.
0: I feel like it's just her working out the rest of her contract. I don't know. I don't I, you know, to me I've always appreciated how Edge went out and Edge just left. Edge was like, I had enough. Like I'm good. Like I, I don't need this.
1: Uh, are you serious? Yeah. Edge was like, yo, are, you serious? I got, are you serious?
0: there's more life to live. To me. To me. I don't what's the what's the point of muddying around as GM to me? Like I don't get it.
1: Because there's a chance that these people could come back. There was no chance could yeah. come back. He had spinal stenosis.
0: But there's there's also the opportunity. There's also the chance that she may find something different. She's 25 years old. Like she could legit go what live her life. Live? What
1: if she didn't want to live? What? So you don't respect her? You don't respect what she did because I she's still respect, going to be in the respect. business?
0: Nah, I don't really. Nah. <laughs> are you
1: are you are you trolling right now? No, I'm
0: not. Like I, re- I legit don't think. Like I was just like, to me. You know, fantastic moment from Paige. I would have been. I don't know. I just don't want her as GM. Like it's just kind of. I don't. What? I don't, I don't want her <laughs> don't, as GM. That's like,
1: a, that's a completely innocuous role. All she has to do is call match. All she has to do is is make matches. But she,
0: you know, it, it is what it is. But I, it's just GM. I don't see the point. I don't. I don't see the point of her as GM. Like it's just a. Role it's literally.
1: Flip. It's literally just to make matches and to have a, a on air personality on weeks when Shane can't make it. <sighs> It's the same shit Daniel Bryan was doing, and you didn't have a problem with it.
0: I didn't really, yeah, no, nah, no, nah, I didn't. Because so, I, so I appreciated Daniel about? Bryan more. Because I appreciated so Daniel Bryan fuck? more. I, you know, so Daniel you, Bryan was, in, all right, whatever. It's just, it's not as believable coming
1: from Paige as it you, is from Daniel Bryan. You are, you are insane. Okay. I'm not, I, don't, I think I'm, it is. You what deserve it is. whatever you get from this episode. <laughs> <laughs> on
0: the I don't care. I don't like Does to be that honest that. with you, I don't because I feel like it to me it just feels it feels so instead of to me it all feels like man, like instead of her, you know finding even daniel bryan took some time off between it instead of her sort of finding herself and being able to determine like what's best for her maybe she did that over the last three months i don't know it just seems like okay now we're slotting her in this position it just can't it seemed just kind of like rushed no
1: it, it's it's wwe giving yet another one of their performers who could not perform anymore same as Corey graves same as daniel bryan same page opportunity why would what do you think they forced Daniel Bryan to do that? It's something that they will ask you to do. Yeah. I he could have, he could have wrote his contract out or he could have been Neville. He could have just left, you know, like it, it it's, it's, I, I don't get the hang up of, of having Paige do this because at the end of the day, she gets to stay on TV. She is a beloved character. Even when she was a heel in absolution, uh, it's, it's a great way to have a, a known character on SmackDown, which is the show that sorely needs uh, not only a, a GM that people can respect, but it's also a woman GM. Something that they haven't had in a very long time, mm-hmm. and it's, it's it's literally it's it's a it's a unoffensive it's inoffensive. There's there's nothing to be offended about her being in that role, and I, I think it actually makes the women's division a lot more interesting because she'll be able to book those matches with the same type of zeal that kind of Daniel Bryan had. I think it's it's going to be pretty interesting. I, I don't. I wouldn't say I don't respect her for leaving like edge did edge had years. He broke his neck twice. He had shoulder injuries, knee injuries. Like this was a lot different than Daniel Bryan having like a potential brain uh, injury and then going to all types of doctors. Like who's to say this, the page isn't going to be trying to get back in and the, and the only way to like, why not get money while you're doing it? Like, I don't, I don't understand. But anyway, Daniel Bryan's back in, on SmackDown. He had a, he had a match with AJ Styles, in the main event, and I thought I think he hasn't missed a step.
0: I thought it was okay. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> I thought it was good. I thought it was good. I thought um I thought it was a good main event to book. I thought it, and for that New Orleans crowd, I think the the aftermath of it all worked out. I thought it was really really good.
1: Yeah, I I, I think that uh in, in the end, this was just I I was also okay with there being a non finish. Neither guy needs to be losing right now. And I think the bigger story, the bigger story right now is, uh, I think you're going to find Daniel Bryan another uh, another opponent. I think they're waiting for Miz to show up, uh, and I think that we're going to get Nakamura and AJ into the summer. And I, I for one, let's just go ahead and get into it. Like I for one think that if Miz moves up to SmackDown and we have a Miz Nakamura stable or a Miz Nakamura partnership, I just count, just give me all you got. They can have all my money because I'm ready for that.
0: I'm predicting. And this may be too out of the box. Maybe Nakamura moves to Raw. As a heel on Raw,
1: Raw has... How many heels does Raw have? Because if, if you're going to move them to Raw, you got Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn that are more than likely going to go to Raw. Hmm. I think they're more than likely going to show up on Raw. I, I think that... uh, Nakamura, As a heel... You, you have Finn, Finn. Valor, you
0: got Finn, you got mm-hmm. Seth, you got Roman, you got... Um, you know,
1: uh, SmackDown needs heels more. SmackDown needs heels more than Raw needs heels. To me, okay, I think SmackDown needs like who? Who's the big the, the top heel on on SmackDown is Nakamura now. Mm-hmm. Like Kevin Owens is gone. <laughs> we had a whole like we true. had a whole year. We had a whole year. Kevin Owens like I don't think they're moving Nakamura. He's the he's the top heel there. And if they move like and I think the main event was supposed to solidify that it was either going to be Brian Lee because of the way he got kicked out of the ring and mm-hmm. it would be agent and, and Nakamura at the top of the card, or It would be the three of those at the top with Miz joining after next week. Hmm. Well, we have, we have a full, we have a full two days of the superstar shakeup next week. Uh, personally, I, we, we've been kind of like guessing this. Miz and Nakamura out the way. I think uh, we mostly have a consensus on that. Do you think that Seth or Finn, are moving Hmm.
0: So th- did they move champions last year
1: well it, it's it, they moved whoever had the the, the I, I hate to say a mid-card title but they moved whoever had like the uh the non-brand specific titles they always do that
0: hmm randy weren't on raw well, yeah, no, that's,
1: that's what gender. I'm saying.
0: Gender on raw. It'd, be, it'd be
1: gender on it'd be gender on raw. I i be see. Yeah, we, we've been calling gender to raw for a while. I think Raw's a good fit for him. Gender on Raw, Seth Rollins on SmackDown. With Seth, you'll 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 have like the uh holy shit, SmackDown these people. <laughs> like just on the men's side, because i am already thinking like, oh my god, we're gonna get Seth Ambrose coming back. <laughs> Yeah, the summertime, but but like already with Seth, it's like I'm gonna get a Seth and Baron Corbin match in my life. <laughs>
0: oh yeah. Listen, big moves,
1: big moves, big Baron. Um but you'll also have Seth and Nakamura. You also have the potential of Seth and AJ again. Um there's there's some cool matchups with it with that.
0: You know, last year they did a lot of shakeups for SmackDown and it didn't really amount to much because they didn't You're have right. that much time to use them um jeff hardy on smackdown would be nice too i think jeff hardy works he, i mean he kind of works well wherever he goes to be honest with you
1: and he'd stay in the intercontinental mix which is like that's his title there, Yeah, his intercontinental yeah. title he, if, if they move seth uh to to another show um, uh, i i would love honestly i'd love to see finn and seth move i don't see what the problem is finn have, take finn and seth for randy and Jinder and put them on raw like i don't, I wouldn't have a problem with that yeah yeah um, <laughs> but I mean, SmackDown is. L- look at it now. It's it's a fucking. Um, it's a, it's the work it's the workman show again. You got AJ there. You got Daniel there. You, you like put those two there. Shit, make that the wrestling show. Hmm.
0: Shelton Benjamin and Chad Ch- Gable to Raw maybe.
1: Uh that, that be, works. Yeah. If, but if you're gonna move USOs there, I think that's the biggest team you can move there. But Usos won the number one contendership. Man, they're about to lose. (laughs) Spoiler alert. They're not about to beat the Bludgeon Brothers. They're they're about to get written off. I I think it was obvious to me that uh, that the New Day might be moving. Because the way they lost on on SmackDown. New Day potentially could be moving. Um, Let's see. Just looking at just looking at the the broad roster here it's like there's so many moves you can make I, I think new day's stale on on smackdown i don't think they really amounted like you said they didn't amount to much on smackdown at all i think we break up this is the perfect time to break up cesaro and Sheamus.
0: <laughs> it's like literally the perfect time
1: yeah yeah i think i think that it it would be a great time to, to actually have them break up too uh maybe but the, the, would they count as a team cuz remember they don't they don't trade teams mm so they'd have to break up on their own, so they could get moved. Hmm. And then they would
0: probably have to reschedule that greatest Royal Rumble match of all time. Um, yeah, unless they do that.
1: What they, this and that's happening after the switch. So I
0: mean, they could still do it. I mean, don't get me wrong; they could still do it. Yeah. So, hmm. A lot yep. to look forward to. Yeah, I, I... big cast to SmackDown. You think you think you you think you would debut him, but like back to well, actually no, you could you could. You I wouldn't debut from. him back at all.
1: Yeah, I really don't want him back
0: either. I, I, I wouldn't debut him back at all. I would be like, oh well, wow, big cast got really lost in 2017 there.
1: I, I uh, think Braun. I think Braun goes to, goes to SmackDown. Oh man, Braun yeah Smackdown? but but then you have to have like then you but then you have to have him in the mix with like Nakamura and AJ and shit and it's like Smackdown's I don't really two hours. Yeah. Smackdown's two hours I'm not
0: gonna say that they don't have time for Braun shenanigans every <laughs> week um oh my
1: god Braun's not gonna bring the grappling hook to him
0: nah he's not we're not doing this, the 20 minute Braun pulling down the truss um of Smackdown every week so I think I think that's a dub for him coming to Smackdown um wow.
1: Shit man. Yeah, but dude, live, I live live guys. I mean, could we No, I, I think two oh five is gonna have like two five they don't even show up on Raw anymore. Two so, is traded as one entity. Yeah, they are tra- I mean they don't they don't need Raw anymore. I, I 205 think the smack I think what they're doing right now at 205 is fine, but um I think the more 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 over, like I you think know. there are certain people that aren't I think certain people aren't moving. I think Brison Brisango. Yeah, I think I think they'll stay SmackDown.
0: Um, now, women, who do you see moving? Listen, Oof. Absolution is pretty much no more. They're getting split. They're getting split. I think uh, Sonya goes to SmackDown. Mandy stays on Raw. Um, you get, listen, wouldn't it be great if they literally just swapped members of Ruby with the
1: Riot Squad? <laughs> dude, break, the, dude, break them up too. Like, break them up too. Like, put Ruby on Raw.
0: I think it, I think we're definitely getting like Sarah Logan on
1: Raw. <laughs> <laughs> put Ruby on Raw, keep Liv on SmackDown. Well, put Liv on SmackDown, keep keep Sarah Logan on on um get that Carmella, know. get that Carmella and Liv thing out of uh, I think, Yeah, I mean, this I is think, the chance.
0: Yeah, this is the chance. Um Natalia. Well, actually, actually since
1: this actually since this riot squad, they they're one entity like the New Day, so they could all move to Raw.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, I think I would probably because they, they could all just now, move now. to Raw they're iconic now. They don't Yeah, like and then you'll have you'll have Ember or whoever, and Nia has a they have a team to face.
0: Um, Natalia got to go to Raw, man. Yeah, she's gone. I think Natalia she's gone. Got to go to Raw. Natalia got to go to Raw. And Naomi, I don't even know. Does Naomi? I mean, Naomi's cool. She's good. She could fit. She's she's in whatever. Um, or or Becky to Raw. Uh. Becky's been
1: split. On SmackDown.
0: Split
1: Becky. Split split Becky and Charlotte up. Bet like if AJ is gonna be a smackdown lifer on the men's side, have Becky be a smackdown lifer on the women's side, but at least give her a fucking storyline this year. Now do we do Bailey and Sasha? How do we handle that sort of? Ooh. Well, that's that that match is happening next week on Raw. Oh, right. So one of them's gotta be leaving, right? Yes, one of them's leaving. I I say put Sasha on on SmackDown. Sasha on SmackDown. Sasha. She wants Uh, to go uh
0: and then and then she can go she, she doesn't want to go anymore she said on <laughs> that she said she, on com, she said she no longer wants to go she said she wanted to last year and now she doesn't um as, listen i see probably mandy rose sasha banks and mandy rose sasha banks and maybe alexa bliss going to smackdown
1: no alexa's staying yo She's alexa, staying.
0: she really gotta stay. well yeah they ain't got no heels they yeah, really don't she's,
1: have any she's staying because I mean, even if you put the right squad on there, that's that's still only four. You got oh, move Bailey
0: to SmackDown then, because Sasha needs to. They need another heel on that. On that how man, do
1: probably. you know? How do you know Bailey isn't turning? <laughs> that would be whack. <laughs> how do you know Bailey isn't turning? <laughs> <laughs> ah, you, yeah. I'm just saying. How do you know Bailey isn't turning heel, bro? Listen,
0: I mean. What if it would make sense if Paige brings Absolution to SmackDown?
1: Yeah. Mm, uh,
0: and then just. But are
1: they, are they still a group? That's my thing. Like, I, I don't I have no clue if they're still a group.
0: They could turn on Paige. Like, yo, fuck Paige. You know.
1: Well, Paige glowed up on her already, anyway.
0: This is true. <laughs> you know what? They could move, just switch the rosters around. <laughs> <laughs> they could really just do that.
1: I I have like I I think it's I think it's more than anything we we don't know Mm uh and I I would love to hear what our what the people that uh what the people that listen to the show think so on Twitter hit us up at OG Johnny 5 and at meals TV and let us know what you think and who do you think is going to move and who do you think is going to stay from the superstar shakeup uh one more thing I did want to ask though I know we got NXT call-ups I feel as though SmackDown is going to get supplemental NXT draft picks. Uh, so, who do you think is moving up? Now, we didn't get Almas, and we didn't I don't get think Sanity either. We didn't get Sanity, and I don't think we're going to get Almas. So, taking Almas out of the equation, just looking at the NXT spoilers that are going on right now, we're definitely not getting him. We got but, Percy Watson. <laughs> um. But, Sanity, I think it's fair. I think it's fair to say that SmackDown will get Sanity. I think it's fair to say that.
0: Let's say SmackDown gets sanity. Um, I've heard c- conversations
1: about Cassius. Oh no! Uh, I, I I love Cassius as a as a teacher. You know? Yeah. Um.
0: Maybe what's his face? Not only
1: Logan. Um. Only two o five. Only two o five. Lars Sullivan. Lars Sullivan. Wow, What... Well, he's kind of he's still kind of new ish
0: he could go man he's a he, his character's already fully developed man bold strong guy
1: i want would, i would want us to swerve i would want them to swerve us in, and put somebody that we wouldn't think was gonna go up like what what if they get like dan matha <laughs> no. gross <laughs> Gross. honestly i i'll, Lars I'll sullivan, keep- man Lars sullivan would be the wave come on I'll keep it. A, I'll keep it a hundred. Like I don't think they need to touch NXT for a while. They are good. They got a good thing going on that show. I think Almas is the last guy that could go. Gargano, I think, is on his. Um, Gargano's on his on his his farewell tour to me right now. I mm-hmm. think he won that match. I think it's 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 not a question of how. It's just a question of when, when he get when he gets called up, and I think they want to make sure that it's the right thing. But uh, I, I I don't think NXT is going to get touched a lot. I don't think so either so uh yes that is that is our predictions oh what if they call it wait a minute street profits what about street profits nah no
0: they're not done yet <laughs> they're not done yet they still need more time they they barely got off by, by this time i don't this- even think they're developed on nxt as of yet like they're there but they haven't had like angel dawkins been there forever <laughs> yeah. go through all types of iterations of himself shout out to angelo dawkins like he signed with in 2012 that means he's been in XT for six years jesus christ six years but they're not okay. ready yet the team is not a, yet ready yet
1: got a very intimate uh, intimate relationship with uh, full sail oh yeah so, so are you saying that are you saying that he is the andre ingram of, <laughs> of NXT?
0: wow yes he is that poor man why did they do that to that man it kept him in the g league 10 years that's not fun uh, also shout out to him for sticking around that proves to never give up that proves oh, never give up oh 100 like, never give up the man has gray hair now he's 32 that's the g league
1: so <laughs> so angelo dawkins never give up you you too can be andre ingram bro never never give up your dreams Uh, but yeah, so is there any, are there any more, any more comments or things that you want to say about this, this huge week in wrestling?
0: I want to say, um, I stick to my page. (laughs) You're tripping. I'm doubling down on the page. I just think, you know, I just think, you know what? I respect her decision.
1: I Can you you at least take the edge bit, the edge thing back? Can you at least take that back? I just, Why? You don't respect someone who who retired and chose to stay in the stay in the business because she's she's been in the business like since she, she was thirteen. So she's been in the business since she was fucking thirteen years old. And that's all that she knows.
0: So what happens when she's no, when they find her expendable and they just like, yo, we're not going to do this. Or she has another. Obviously uh, they or don't. She, or, she, or she has some sort of violation and she gets fired. You don't, you don't know what could happen. She could get fired. So what does, what happens with her life from there on? I know it's not none of my business, but at the same time, it's also like, I feel like it's healthy to explore different options.
1: Dude, how do and you know she's not?
0: I'm just, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I think it's just healthy to explore different options. But, how do you, you know, know
1: that she's not? I don't
0: know. I don't know. I just think it is healthy to exploit explore for now. I, I think it's I'm not extremely
1: disrespectful does. to say that you don't respect someone who retired on screen and then chose to take a position. I don't,
0: respect the decision. A, I don't respect the decision to bring her back just immediately. I don't know. It's just weird. It's just weird. I don't know. It's just weird.
1: I just <coughs> think the Edge thing is really weird optics, especially for like the the situation. I think it's really weird to say. Like You've never faced anything like that before. None of us. Neither of us have. Right. This is really. This is really weird to say that. I think.
0: Why do you say? Why do you say
1: that? Because it's like saying. It's like saying. Uh, it's like if Kobe Bryant retired tomorrow, mm-hmm. or or had retired and said, "You know what? I'm going to take a front office job," and he did that the next day. I don't. I've never. I've never had an Achilles tendon injury, and, uh, injury, and I don't. I don't love basketball like he loves it, and I right. don't love wrestling like Paige loves it. So how could I say I don't respect your decision to be happy? With the decision and the and the and the cards that life dealt you, I just don't think that's fair. I think it's yeah, but I don't know. I just think because she's
0: just so young, man. Like it's so young. With like, it's. I think
1: there's just so much. Think about her out life. There. Think about everything that she has gone through with the Rio and uh, just her first. You know, having that, that long stretch where she had injuries the first time, and then her hard life that she's had before. Like she's been in this business since she was 13, 14 mm-hmm. years old. This is literally all she knows, and it is her safe place. And if that's the and, and that's Edge's prerogative as a man who, at the time of his retirement, was like 35, 36 years old, this is a twenty five year old person. She's got so much more to, to do. She hasn't done everything she's had to do in WWE. Yet. She's not even thirty. So that's why that's why I feel weird about you saying like, "Yo, like I don't respect you know." She I like the way Edge did it. I'm like, she's not Edge. Yeah, this, she's one hundred percent true.
0: But I still I don't know. I can't just not like how Edge did it, though, because I just felt like it just... I didn't say that
1: you didn't have to not... You can respect what Edge did, but you right. also got to respect someone who could take their ball and go for not doing it and saying, I want to stay there with the women that, that look up to me and then I got into this fucking place and all of the people that I love that work here as well. Like, Edge and her are at different parts of their lives. Mm-hmm. That's I all agree. I'm saying. That's nah, all I'm saying.
0: All right. I see that. I see that. I see that. It's just kind of uh to me, it always just like but it's it's just me and maybe it's just coming from my own personal point of view, and that a decision I would make and I would just be like, yo, there's one hundred percent more life to live. Like there's there's life outside of WWE that's willing to explore and you're only twenty five and, and she so lived, much- she
1: lived the whole she lived the whole two years outside of WWE last year and she was and you know, she decided she needed, She wanted to come back. and She wanted to be better than ever. Uh, a freak accident happened. Who's to say that if she, you know, keeps getting tested and keeps getting tests, that she, that she won't be able to come back? And I think that's the hope that she's having. And I think that's the reason why they did it. Because if Daniel Bryan could have did that in the same role, the WWE is preparing you for a day when that could happen to Paige. That's all. That's I'm true. All right. I, I dig it. I respect it. So, yeah, that was the A Show, A Show 25. We should just rename this to the Page episode. Um, <laughs> Life Decisions, baby. Life A Decisions. Special episode of the A Show. A very special episode. Uh, if, uh, if you want to send all of your hate tweets uh, to Meals, he is on Twitter at TV at M E E L Z TV. I'll be honest, uh, I see the hate tweets. I'm not really phased <laughs> by it.
0: I'm going to be honest with you because I know what I believe and i so i it's, it can change my mind no doubt you can definitely change my mind but also
1: as I, as we see here
0: i as we see here i
1: I, I i would hope that i did by the end of this episode but
0: what you she <laughs> said makes sense it's her life not mine
1: i can't uh, project
0: what i want to have for her on her like she's got to do she's got to figure that out for herself
1: absolutely and but there are going to be some projecting on your mentions so i'm just going to just send them all to me really, yeah. I, I don't
0: i don't care i really don't <laughs> that has I'm not been... someone who's phased by that the block button is strong oh wow okay talk talk that shit let your nuts <laughs> but, hang let your nuts listen, hang <laughs> if there's anyone who knows how to use the block button it's the guy i'm talking to <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my God! That that is that's gonna wrap it for the A show for this week. We thank you for listening to us and for, for listening to our shows last week. But this week we have a lot of shit coming out. We have RSBN coming out, of course. I I'm thinking I can get Josh Pease in a room. Uh, This week, and we can record an episode of RT Radio. So, don't put that out there if you can (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking that I can. I I think it's going to happen within the next couple hours, actually. But uh, so if if that episode does come out, it will be our for something else. show up. Yes, Uh, and if that episode does come out, it will be our Coachella episode. Uh, And of course, we have RSBN coming out this week, and I believe we're rebooting, or not rebooting, but we're having a new edition of RNC Radio Playlist come out this week as well. Is that right, Niels?
0: Yes, we do. We have a new RNC Radio Playlist coming out at the end of the week. It's going to be revamped. It's going to be nice. It's going to be nice for what? Like, It's going to be amazing. So.
1: Awesome. Awesome. And we also have a new uh, playlist based on Shy Glizzy, uh, DC's own. If you're into him if you want to know more about him, we have that playlist and you can you can uh, follow RNC Radio Live on Twitter to check out all of our playlists and any information that you want to know about RNC and the team. So until next week, guys, we will see you later on the A-Show. Happy Rusev Day.